0: Come on. Well, this is George G and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Chris Miraboli. Chris, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right, let's go. Chris is the co-founder of Novos. They're an organization working to slow aging he is a longevity hacker, Chris. I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Sure. So I've been interested in health since an early age. When I was 12 years old, I picked up an issue of Men's Health magazine at the bookstore, and uh, that that was the beginning of my health journey. I, I wanted to exercise and get into good shape, and that was the motivation for it. So. Um, I I installed a pull-up bar in my basement with my father and every day after school I would come home and do pull-ups and push-ups and uh, do some running and so on. And I was doing really well with it until I was stopped in my tracks. When I was 16 years old, I uh, I suddenly had a, a seizure while on a school trip in New York City and it turned out it was from a brain tumor and so i suddenly uh had a shift in perspective if you will thinking about existential questions and uh, about life and what i wanted out of it and fortunately obviously i I was my life was spared and i made it out okay Uh, but that was really a transformative experience and it planted a seed that i would say is is really blossoming now in in the form of what I'm working on with with Novos Um, so over the years I um, uh, always had that deep interest in health and nutrition and exercise and uh, at this point though I began looking at it from more of a biological perspective as opposed to I would say more of a superficial perspective the superficial being i wanted to get in good shape do well in sports and the biological was i want to avoid illness and i want to feel as good as i can for as long as i can live as long of a healthy life as possible um, i i worked in uh, i was i became an entrepreneur essentially I, at first i spent a year in private equity finance in new york city uh, you know park avenue high-paying job and it wasn't for me uh, I felt like I was selling myself out. And so I stepped away and I, I started on a company called Hotlist, which was a social network. Um, we scaled to over 200 million people's social plans. We showed you what's happening in the real world. Hmm. And um, after that, I, I worked in other technology um, uh, technology verticals or industries, but I always had this passion for longevity. And about five years ago, I've, I had an opportunity to uh, take a moment to stop working for the first time since I was about 14 years old. I stopped working for an extended period of time. I took about six months to think about what I wanted to do next. And the answer was something in longevity, but I didn't know exactly what I could do, uh, because most of the people in this space are PhDs and they are creating biotech companies with really aggressive uh, goals, right? Like inventing a new molecule to slow aging or DNA modification to, to alter our genes so that we age more slowly and so on, really aggressive things. And the question I had was, what can I do today? To actually slow down aging and there is no clear answer but in a serendipitous way i was volunteering at nyu medical center that's the hospital where my brain tumor was treated and i wanted to get back so this is now in my my early 30s and i saw a poster on the wall for what was called the mitochondrial summit and that wouldn't stop most people but For me, because of my interest, uh, I I was excited and I saw the names of a number of scientists whose work I was familiar with in relation to longevity and slowing down aging. And so I went to the event and I asked them questions about uh, natural ingredients that could potentially slow aging. And I wanted to basically get their opinion on whether there was something legitimate behind it or if it was overhyped. And I was surprised to see to be honest, at the time I was surprised uh, to see how legitimate they said it was. And that was enough for me to say, okay, here is here is a business, um, one where I can create uh, formulations that can slow down the aging process so that I can take it myself, give it to my loved ones, and by extension, um, enable, enable everyone to be able to add this to their, their daily routine. And so eventually, Novos was born. I brought on some world renowned scientists from Harvard, MIT, the Salk Institute. These are people who are world acclaimed experts in biology, genetics, and longevity. And they, along with my co founder, Dr. Chris Verberg, who I know you've, you've met and interviewed as well, uh, have uh, come together to help us launch Novos and our initial formulations. Nice.
0: What a story. What a awful thing that would have been to be 16 years old and to
1: be diagnosed with a brain tumor yeah you know it's 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 awful for when you think of it that way but for me it i I look at it i choose to look at it as a gift uh it it really changed my perspective and you know i went from from playing on the football team and uh you know beginning to experiment with going out with um, and partying with friends and having a beer or two to uh writing poetry and uh, taking time for myself and really being introspective. And uh, I think that really sh- shapes me and who I am today. So uh, ultimately, I look at it as a, as a gift that uh, was bestowed upon me at an early age. I
0: wrote down as you were telling me that story that uh, the quote from Jack Kornfield that says, the trouble is you think you have time. And we all think that we have this really vast amount of time and we theoretically 100 years can be a really long time or it could be a really short time depending on how you look at it but it oftentimes does take some kind of a traumatic event or seeing something bad happen to a loved one or somebody that we know to get us to spring into action and so for you to be given that gift at age 16 that shaped the course of your life is pretty amazing
1: yeah without question uh it 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 made me into who i am today and and uh, not only with what i'm working on with novos but just in general uh, being becoming an entrepreneur for example i wanted to uh, have more control over my life and the direction of my life rather than just you know uh, marching um, in lockstep with with others so to speak so um uh, and and it's not for everyone of course but for me that was that was one of the events that really uh, gave me that perspective of make the most out of your life and try to design it the way that you want to live the life, and that was that was my approach to being able to do it. Nice. And so you've been working diligently, hard, diligently,
0: whatever term, probably both at this and working to be as healthy as
1: possible. how how how, how is it working? <laughs> I I think it's working well. Uh, So fortunately, knock on wood, uh, there's been no recurrence of of the brain tumor. I do get an MRI once uh, at this point once every few years. Uh, And uh, in terms of uh, other markers for for health, uh, I've recently gotten a series of tests done um, related to my biological age. So these are new tests. They've only been developed um, within the last seven or so years and every year or every few months, new versions are, are being spun up in terms of um, uh, new algorithms and testing, but they're essentially tests to be able to measure your biological age. So this is a new concept for many people, but we have our chronological age, which is obviously the number of times the earth revolves around the sun, right? This is this is the uh, your, your literal age when you celebrate your birthday. And then there's your biological age. This is based on how old your cells and your overall biology as an organism, how old are you? And that can vary for people, right? So for example, if you smoke a pack a day for an extended period of time, you are probably about seven years or more older biologically than chronologically. Whereas if you live a very healthy life, you might be a little bit younger Biologically than chronologically. You have a biological age and a chronological age. And the chronological age is what most people think of as their age. It's their birthdays, right? How many years have they been alive for? But your biological age is how old your actual biology is. So, you as an organism, how old are you? And if you've smoked a pack a day for example you would be biologically older some studies find on average that could be seven years older but it could be even more than that potentially and if you've lived a very healthy lifestyle you can be biologically younger uh, if if you think about people uh, uh, that you look at that may be 50 60 years old and you say oh they look great for their age or they look 10 years younger that's the idea we're talking about. It's, that's not the best marker or indicator. It's not a scientifically uh, based marker looking at them, but it gives you an idea of somebody who's younger or aging more slowly uh, than their actual time on earth. And so I had a number of these tests done. Um, at a laboratory that specializes in this. They run multiple different clocks. So by clocks, I mean, different researchers come up with their own algorithms and approaches for measuring the biological age. And so we ran all of those different clocks uh, on on my epigenetic data. So your epigenome is essentially which of your genes are turned on and which genes are turned off. And as you age, certain genes turn on that shouldn't be on, and certain genes turn off that shouldn't be off. And these patterns uh, can be detected by age um, across populations. So that's how these epigenetic age clocks work. And so for one of the most famous clocks, uh, one created by Dr. Steve Horvath, who is the inventor of these epigenetic clocks, Um, when I was 37 years old, my age came back as 26 and a half. So that was minus 10.6 years biologically from chronologically. Now the laboratory who ran these tests said, this is an outlier result. We were so surprised by your result that we had to do error checking and run your genetic data again. And um, we looked; we had researchers look specifically into your case, and they confirmed it's all accurate. But uh, it was it was that much of an outlier for them. They ran multiple other clocks, and so, for example, one of them is called the Dunedin PO, uh, Poam test or the Dunedin Pace uh, test, and this is one that's created by researchers at Duke University and Columbia University. They've been following people for a extended period of time. It's the only clock that has looked at the same population of people and seen how their epigenome changes over time. So this is one of the most respected tests out there in terms of its accuracy and methodology. And this test, instead of measuring your your biological age, measures your pace of aging, so the rate at which you're aging. And this clock came back as 75%. So that implies every chronological year, I am biologically aging 0.75 years. And so uh, that was really uh, exciting information for for me to hear, especially having had like a trauma, a biological trauma with the brain tumor when I was younger. Um, Things like that, events like that could potentially accelerate aging. Um, It seems like at least with what I'm doing now uh, to this point in my life, I've been able to slow down the pace.
0: So what's uh, what's your secret? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good question. Um, So there's a number of things that I do uh, in terms of the effect size of each of these things. We don't know, right? Like that it would require a population study with a lot of people each doing different things, different interventions, and then seeing how that changes for people. And everyone is different genetically. So what works for me might be slightly different for you and so on, but I can tell you what I am doing. Um, So one of those things is every quarter I do an extended water only fast. Now this is the most extreme of the things I do. The other things I, I, I mentioned will be, you know, significantly easier than this. So for your listeners, don't, don't get intimidated by this, but uh, once every quarter I'll go as long as three days without eating food. And it's, in, uh, instead I'll have a, a, it's called a water fast. So I'll have water and electrolytes like sodium and potassium and calcium and magnesium. Uh, it's, it's, not as hard as it sounds. Um, especially if you start with like a 24 hour fast. So maybe you have dinner at 7 PM and you don't eat again until 7 PM the next day, as long as you keep yourself busy and active, then that's, that's achievable. But if you're doing, uh, Once you do that for the first day to then extend it to 36 hours and 48, eventually your body starts to adapt and it becomes easier. So I do that. I intermittent fast. So every day I only eat within a a window of eight hours. So between typically either 11 AM to seven or 12 to eight, I tend to be uh, low carb and low saturated fat uh, during the, uh, during the day, like during work hours. Uh, but then in the evening I add carbs back in, uh, it tends to help me sleep, which makes sense because the carbs can help to produce serotonin and then melatonin to help you sleep. Um, and on the weekends I'll have more carbs as well, but they're always healthy carbs, like with, um, with fiber and, um, uh, not a high glycemic index with the exception of every so often maybe having, having dessert or something. Um, I do, um, uh, minimize uh, animal protein intake. I do eat animal protein. I'm, I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan, but uh, there is a fair amount of research related to the effects that animal protein can have. For example, um, in stimulating mTOR, which is a growth pathway, which is good if you, you know, to build muscle, but it can also accelerate aging if you're constantly stimulating mTOR. So post-workout, I I want to stimulate some mTOR for my muscles to grow um, or maintain themselves. And then I might have some animal-based protein, but generally speaking, I have reduced it compared to what I was doing years ago. So I've uh, added some more, uh, plant-based proteins. I've also had. Um, uh, if, if I am having animal protein, I tend towards fat, fatty fish like sardines or uh, salmon, and and so on. Um, supplements. So there's two categories of supplements. I think of them as uh, your your nutrient requirements. So these are the things that will make sure that you you function properly and and you you stay as healthy as possible. Um, Things like you could imagine for multivitamin or that the uh, USDA says are essential nutrients Um, and then longevity specific nutrients. So for the general health nutrients, um, I don't personally take a multivitamin. I, I actually, uh, purchase each of the different components like vitamin A, vitamin E, the B vitamins and so on separately, because we, I, me and my co-founder, we have not found a multivitamin that had the proper forms and dosages of everything we want. So for that reason, I kind of customize it. Um, but that's something that that i i'm I'm pretty religious about is making sure that i'm getting the right nutrients because it's nearly impossible to get it from your diet as healthy of a diet as you might have uh it's it's incredibly difficult to for example get an adequate amount of potassium um, or selenium or uh, if if you eliminate milk from your diet which i have because of um, different aging compounds in it for example galactose which Researchers literally use to age mice is that molecule galactose, which you find in in milk. Um, so I've eliminated it. So I need um, a little bit of calcium, which I get from sardines, but and 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 other foods. But um, I need to sell supplement with it as well. So um, so those are the general health supplements, and then the longevity health supplements. That's where uh, my company comes in, Novos. So we have. Uh, Novos Core and Novos Boost are our two products at this time. Novos Core is our foundational supplement. It has 12 ingredients in it, uh, supported by more than 180 studies in uh, in multiple organisms, including humans. Uh, We put it through a a really um, uh, tight filter in terms of which ingredients we consider and Uh, You can actually learn more about that on novoslabs.com slash evidence. So it talks about the approach we take and then the evidence for why uh, we chose these ingredients. Uh, And it includes things like calcium alpha-ketoglutarate or fisetin, um, uh, rhodiola rosea, and so on. So these ingredients have been, every single ingredient has been found to extend a healthy lifespan in, in one form or another. And it, A number of them have also been found to have short-term health benefits as well, like improved skin health, um, improved energy, improved calmness, and so on. And the way we formulated it was to look at what's known as the 10 mechanisms of aging. So this is what scientists have discovered is uh, the reasons why we age, things like mitochondrial health or stem cell rejuvenation, but also less commonly known things like cellular senescence or proteostasis, and so on and so we are the first product ever either over-the-counter or pharma first company ever to create a product that addresses all 10 of these causes of aging uh, with natural over-the-counter ingredients. So I would say that that's probably one of the more significant um, factors in my lower biological age. Is because these ingredients were specifically chosen for their impact on aging, and some of them have an impact, a favorable impact on the epigenome, which is what is being measured with these tests. So, if I had to put my money on it, I I would put it most likely on uh, Novo's Core first and foremost, and Novo's Boost as as a as a uh, contender.
0: I love it. Nice. With the water fast, can you drink coffee or is that just it's just
1: water? (laughs) <laughs> you could drink coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, I think it's probably the most common question. Uh, yeah. What, what you're really looking to do is to prevent yourself from, uh, stimulating insulin secretion and, uh, raising your blood glucose levels. So you really want to avoid, um, any carbohydrates, any proteins, um, and then ultimately you also want to try to avoid the fats as well because you know, fat is calorie, our calories. Your your body needs to process them. Your liver needs to work. You basically want to like turn off all of these systems so that they go into a different mode rather than like working and um, mTOR stimulation and so on. You uh, everything is kind of relaxing. And then you activate other bio pathways, things like autophagy and apoptosis. So autophagy is when your immune system starts to identify old cells and it it breaks them down, it removes them and it makes sense why you would do it in particular when you're fasting because you need calories, you need energy. So uh, while you're fasting, autophagy is turned on and that can remove unhealthy cells from your body, something that doesn't happen nearly as much when you're constantly being fed. Got it. So back, back to your question. Yes, coffee, coffee is fine, but don't add sugar. Don't add milk. Just have it black. Beautiful.
0: Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. Where can people learn more about you and, and how can they get the products?
1: Me personally, you can follow, follow me on Instagram at slow, uh, slow myH. Uh, and I also have a, um, a website that I'll be launching soon, which goes more into detail about my biological data, as well as uh, the approach, my biohacking routine, if you will.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Chris your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Give us the website one more time.
1: Novoslabs.com
0: novoslabs.com n-o-v-o-s-l-a-b-s.com find Chris on Instagram and we'll keep an eye out for the new website as well coming up soon thanks again Chris thank you and until next time keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together